Presenting America's Popular Music with Andy Mansfield, well-known record reviewer and owner of one of the nation's largest private record collections. And now, featuring selections from his rich musical store of record collector's items, here is Andy Mansfield with America's Popular Music. Thank you. There's an old, old saying that you never miss the water till the well runs dry. And I think this is pretty much the case with the late Sidney Bechet. Ever since he passed away not too long ago, we've been receiving requests for Bechet's records, much more so than we had ever done before. And we thought today we'd sort of try and, and pay up these requests. Let you hear this man who rose from out the Creole section of New Orleans with the traditional jazz pioneers and then seemed to be forgotten. And when once he was forgotten, at least so he thought, he went to France and settled down to live the rest of his days. But here, they don't forget traditional jazz musicians as we're wont to do here in America. And soon, Sidney Bechet was the top jazz man of Paris, that is, in the traditional vein. And so tonight, let's pay a, a much belated tribute to the late Sidney Bechet. And we believe his, his French recording, since this is where he made much of his success, we'll select recordings that were made in France. In fact, were made at the Jazz Festival concert in Paris in 1952. We're not going to do any more talking than is necessary tonight because we want to listen along with you and appreciate the jazz artistry of this man. Soprano sax, mostly, and clarinet, secondly. So now, let's turn back the clock to Paris, France, 1952, to the jazz festival concert when the announcer introduced him.
Yes, they they love Bechet in France, in Paris especially. Listening to these recordings, which were made at a jazz festival concert over there in 1952, it's interesting to note uh, the reaction when Bechet announces the title of his next selection. Some of them, they don't know the English translation of the songs. They don't know just exactly what the tune's going to be. But this next one coming up, I'm sure, I'm sure they all knew. Because listen, as Sidney Bechet announces his next song, and listen to the reaction from the audience.
Et maintenant, c'est Tim le chant. I was interested to know just how many of the great jazz authorities felt about Sidney Bechet and his musicianship or jazz feeling or whatever you'd like to call it. And I believe that Leonard Feather perhaps contributed the, the most timely and the uh, most fitting. Leonard Feather says, Sidney Bechet's death as an expatriate is a bitter reminder of some of the paradoxes of jazz history. For many years, he was confined to obscure jobs unworthy of his abilities, and for a while even had to quit the music business entirely. It was only after a legend built around him had taken firm roots overseas that he was able to gain, mainly in France, the recognition and material reward he had been denied in his own country. Some of those who were most vocal in mourning him were among the most reluctant, not too many years ago, in hiring him. Although the sound of Bechet's soprano saxophone was never one to my personal taste, I admired him greatly as a clarinetist, respected his musicianship, and deeply regret his passing. That was Leonard Feather's comment when we asked about Sidney Bechet. 
You know, it's interesting to know what different people think of the same person. For instance, when I contacted George Heffer, who was associate editor in New York of Downbeat Magazine, about Bechet, his reply was, well, when Sidney Bechet sang out on his soprano saxophone, he was an entire band by himself. His New Orleans clarinet style with long, slow, melodic phrases was combined with a fast lead trumpet effect when playing the heavier voice soprano. He was a pioneer and original jazz man for almost 50 years. As a man, he was a soft-spoken, highly sensitive holdover from a more colorful and glamorous New Orleans of the past. And then there was John S. Wilson, jazz connoisseur, who said that Bechet was one of those rare jazz virtuosi who, building on a familiar idiom, in his case, the warm, flowing manner common to most New Orleans clarinetists, created a style that was so personal and so original that it was immediately recognizable. When he was playing purposefully, few musicians have been able to match the compelling emotional intensity which is represented in Sidney Bechet at his best. Now let's continue with the jazz concert of Bechet's.
is Andy Mansfield with America's Popular Music, continuing tonight with a much-belated tribute to the late Sidney Bechet due to the many requests, letters from the armed forces overseas and in this country for this traditional and legendary man with the horn, the straight soprano sax and the clarinet. We checked with some of the jazz authorities to get their opinions of Bechet, and, and they were very interesting indeed. For instance, Martin Williams, who is co-editor of the Jazz Review, said, Of the many jazz musicians to come out of New Orleans, Sidney Bechet has, next to Louis Armstrong, the most widespread respect among both musicians and listeners. Not only did his work show several important reed men of the 30s which way to turn in forming their styles, but he continued to receive the admiration of younger musicians in all styles throughout the 40s and 50s. I think that it was chiefly by combining the earlier roles of both the clarinet and trumpet that he achieved a freedom and flexibility in improvising. But the essence of his work was, like that of New Orleans jazz in general, to show what jazz had to say, what kind of content this music could carry. And if you want to get to the basis of that nearly universal emotional message, listen to Bechet play the blues, any blues. I believe that it was one night many years ago, watching Bechet play and realizing that everything, the man, the instrument, the melodies, the emotion, had by some secret process become an artistic whole, integrated and indivisible, that I first came to know what music really is. And that tribute was from Martin Williams, who is co-editor of Jazz Review. Now let's continue with the Jazz Festival concert in Paris, France of 1952 with Sidney Bechet announcing his selections. Et maintenant,
Bert Corral, who's one of the co-editors of Jazz Word, says that Sidney Bechet was a leader, a legend and influence in his own time. In on the early, earthy rumblings of jazz, he developed an expressive personal style on clarinet and soprano sax, most beguiling in its rhythmic aspect. Sometimes overly lush and repetitious, Bechet more than compensated listeners when at his swinging best, playing the music of his choice with musicians of stature. The sound of Bechet, a matter of controversy among critics, will be missed, perhaps most of all in his adopted country, France. And also from the jazz word, another co-editor, Dom Cerulli, he says that Bechet's growth and talent were a parallel to the history of jazz. He took a rather thankless instrument, made it a legitimate, if highly personal, vehicle of jazz expression. And like most jazz greats, he belonged mainly to jazz as an art form, rather than to jazz as a specific area, such as traditional or modern. His greatest contribution, I think, was his singing lyrical quality. His contribution to jazz has been a significant one. Two opinions from two of the co-editors of The Jazz Word. And now as we continue, here's a tune which we in America got to know just a matter of a few months ago. Bechet was playing it years ago. Here he is to introduce it. Et le très grand morceau, Petite Fleur. Thank you. 
It's been very interesting and enlightening, I imagine, to many people to hear the late Sidney Vachet in one of his greatest early personal appearances in his adopted country, France. And now let's continue with more from the Jazz Festival concert, which was held in Paris, which featured Bechet in 1952. And that's all. I found a new baby.
We hope you've enjoyed tonight's tribute to the late Sidney Bechet as he played the jazz festival concert in Paris, France in 1952. And now until next week, this is Andy Mansfield saying good night and thanks for listening. America's popular music has come to you through the worldwide facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service.